With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hi, and welcome to Land Grant Holy Land Uncut. My name is Matt Tamanini. On this podcast, we bring you uncut audio from press conferences and interview breakout sessions with Ohio State players, coaches, and sometimes various and sundry other figures from the sporting world. On today's episode, we hear from OSU men's basketball coach Chris Holtman from Tuesday, September 24th press conference at Ohio State's Media Day. The third-year head coach provides some injury updates on players who weren't able to start practicing on schedule this week, while also talking about Caleb Wesson's dramatic weight loss, college basketball's new three-point line, managing preseason expectations, and much, much more. If you are finding this episode on our website, make sure that you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so that you can get all of the unique, varied perspectives that you will only hear from Land Grant Holy Land. So now that we've got that stuff out of the way, here is Chris Holtman. Obviously, we are excited about the, the start of uh, practice on, on Thursday. Uh, th- this is the week when most college uh, programs start practice, depending on when you start playing. But we're really excited about it. <clears throat> uh, can't wait to get, uh, to get running with this group, team number 121 in the history of Ohio State basketball. Um, we've got a couple of house cleaning items to, to cover to begin with. Uh, come on up here, guys, if you want. Um, a couple injury updates. We have three guys that, that will not open practice at, at full strength. Um, uh, Justin Arns, uh, Musa Jallo, and EJ Liddell are all um, on the mend right now. And uh, various injuries. We know about Justin's um, back. Uh, I don't want to get specifics on the others. Just a couple lower leg injuries uh, with the other guys. We anticipate uh, Justin and EJ being back. Uh, in the preseason at some point um, with Musa, I think it's going to be kind of week to week, uh, depending on, on uh, um, what, w- how he continues to progress. But he, he's going to be out for a while. Um, as far as our team outside of that, every, everybody is healthy and ready to go. And uh, we cannot wait to get started. So we're looking forward to it. Thursday can't come soon enough. I'll open it up for... What are you hoping to get out of the exhibition game against Cedarville? You know, I think in any exhibition, you're looking to play uh, against other people. Like, you know, they, they had a really good season last year. I know they return a lot of guys. Uh, Pat does a great job. So I, I think overall, um, going to be a, it'll be good for our, our team to face a team that's had success uh, with a lot of older guys and a lot of guys returning. So it's a, it's a good exhibition for us to play. Chris, how do you want your team to uh, handle the expectations this year? Do you want them to embrace that, or how do you want them to, to get with the expectations? Yeah, I, you know, it, more than anything, focus on the day-to-day. I think we'll get what we earn, whatever that looks like. Um, I, I think that's the biggest thing for us is to, to 
um, focus on the day to day and the process of getting better and not, not put too much thought into kind of what's said good or bad about us, what's written good or bad, what's projected good or bad. There's a little bit of everything when it comes to that. So we're really just trying to focus on the day to day and improving and that, that's going to start on Thursday. Um, Coach, could you say who out of the freshmen right now is really um, standing out amongst the rest, if there is one? Yeah, I think they've all had their moments. I couldn't point to, to one in particular. Um, you know, a couple of them have had uh, various times where they, they've been out dating back from the summer to now. That, that's kind of limited them in some ways. Um, so I don't know that we've had kind of enough time with all of them in consistent practice uh, to get to get a real sense um, you know, they, they've all had their moments uh, where they've, they've uh, really impacted their team or whatever we're, we're doing. I think they're getting in better shape. They figured out what, what college basketball conditioning and shape looks like. I think that's been a process for them. So, um, and that'll be an ongoing process. We, we've, you know, with EJ being out, we'll have to expedite that as quickly as we can when he returns. Coach, with uh... – the new point guards this year. What does that do for what you want to do this year, and how does it change, or does it change anything at all for what you guys are doing? Yeah, you know, it's, I, I, it's a good question. I, I think that um, it helps, obviously, CJ having a year in, in our system and kind of learning that. But it's different from right from from practicing every day to now you're actually uh, playing in games and that game time and those the film that comes with that. So I think there'll be a little bit of a learning curve with him, even though he's an older guy uh, with experience. And that'll certainly be the case with, with DJ. Um, but uh, both guys uh, bring a lot of uh, really good things. Um, CJ is tough and tough-minded, and I think really has a, a really good understanding of playing to win and what that looks like. Um, and plays with good pace, um, has, has been a part of successful teams. Um, you know, DJ adds a dynamic of being able to get in the paint and provide an opportunity to attack in transition. Um, so those those are things that that uh, we're looking forward to kind of continuing to explore here in this next month. Yeah, uh, uh, Peden works with primarily with the the wings. Um, uh, Ryan will work primarily with the wings. Uh, Terry works uh, with the bigs, as he has in the last couple of years. Um, and uh, um, Jake will um, work with the, the guards, particularly the, com- the point guards, the combo guards. Yeah. Because of injuries and numbers and stuff last year, I assume you were limited in how you'd like to play versatility-wise with the numbers that you have and the talent you assume that you have. What do you have planned in terms of different ways to play? Are you capable of playing more different ways or doing different things this year because of the numbers? You know, I think time will tell when it comes to that. I I think, um, you know, we'll see what kind of our depth looks like once we get in, once we get into practice. Obviously, we're a little bit affected by that with, with the three guys being out. Um, but assuming we're going to be at full strength, um, you know, I, I think that, We'll continue to play and look at different lineups, um, lineups that have, um, 
you know, four guards, lineups that have, uh, you know, two, two interior guys. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll continue to look at different lineups based on kind of what our, uh, roster looks like and really what this first, you know, five weeks of practice looks like. And, and I think you've heard me say it before that, uh, you know, old wins in college basketball, mature talent wins in college basketball. And by mature, I'm not saying necessarily age, um, because that's not always, that's not always the case, but mature talent wins consistently at the highest level of college basketball. So it's our job to get our group as, as mature, uh, as quickly as possible. This is one of the first times we've seen and talked to Caleb with his weight loss. Right. Um, just how impressive is it to, to see how he's transformed his body and what do you envision that will do on the court for him this year? Yeah, Caleb looks great. He looks great. Uh, he's worked really hard at it. I think he's shown uh, tremendous discipline in, in terms of just what he has wanted his body to look like. Um, you know, I think the challenge for him will be to continue to move in that direction as we get uh, throughout the season. He, he did a really good job, and I don't know that it was really noticed as much, but he really he did a much better job last year of staying in better shape later in the year, and it it showed in his play. Um, he spent extra time with Coach Q. I'd come in after practice; he'd be boxing um, uh, with, with Coach Q. So he. he I'm sure he wasn't quite where he wanted to be, but it was a real marked improvement from his freshman year. We'll see if he can take the next step with that throughout the season. But he, he looks great, and he deserves all the credit uh, for, for getting his, his body where it needs to be. Our strength coach is on him about why well, he's lost weight, continuing to maintain his strength um, and making sure that that's not been limited in any way. Uh, coach Q's really been on him about that and, and pressing that point to him. Got the microphone this time. Um, uh, with the new three-point line and uh, some of the struggles you guys had scoring inside the three-point line last year, c- could the the increased uh, distance there make it give you guys more space? Do you think you guys might shoot a higher percentage inside the arc with the arc with the three-point line being deeper this year? You know, I, I think we're all a little bit as coaches, people who follow the game, a little bit curious about what is going to change with the line, how the line is going to impact the game overall. I think what you'll see overall is a little bit less efficiency, Adam, in, in, uh, in terms of, I think percentages will drop a little bit, um, uh, just, just with, with the increase in distance. I do think it'll open the floor a little bit. I think what it really puts a premium on, this is my personal opinion. I've talked to a lot of coaches. I just think having guys that that can get to the paint and play in tight spaces off the bounce because the floor is going to be a little bit more open, um, I, I think it it um, it puts a premium on having a couple guys like that on your roster uh, that can do that, whether it's in primarily decking the ball. Um, and, uh, I, and obviously we're going to need to continue to have spacers, but I'm interested to see what that, if that line has, has as dramatic of impact as some people think. Coach, uh, over here. Okay. Uh, what kind of growth have you seen out of Luther and Dwayne from this point last season up to now? And how important are their roles going to be for this upcoming season? Yeah, I I think it's going to be really important. Uh, I think you could you could look at their growth as as important as anything with our team right now 
Um, are, are they uh, going to learn from their freshman year where they had some really good moments and some moments that, that where they struggled? Can we as a coaching staff get them to take some of those lessons that, that they learned um, and, and take the next step? And primarily, it's in a lot of ways, but it's going to begin w- with a higher level of efficiency on the offensive end for both of those guys. And I think we saw Dwayne take steps as the season went on and improve um, in, in that particular area. Um, you know, Luther hit maybe a little bit of a wall and struggled in, in some of those areas. I think as coaches, now that we've had a year coaching them, can we uh, do a better job of making sure that, that we're putting them in positions to, to make them the most successful? Um, but I, I would point to that as much as anything. Last year I said, maybe this around this time, that if we were going to get back to the NCAA tournament, it was going to be because of our older guys and the steps that they took. And we saw that with, with a couple guys. They took major steps forward. That's going to be key with those guys, including Justin. You had talked the last time we saw you about um, – lost my train of thought. Talked about a lot of things. Um, aside from, from Caleb and Ibrahima, like who do you look to to see some minutes at the five? You said you don't go in with um, – like redshirt decisions yet, but do you have right. like lineup thoughts yet, or are you, is it still too early for some of that? Yeah, I think those are the obvious, true kind of big guys that we have on our roster. And then, as most of you guys know uh, that follow college basketball, a lot of people will play, you know, two forwards. Um, we'll do that for a, you know a significant amount of of the time this year, um, and. You know, we don't necessarily look at Kyle as a five. Uh, he's just another forward um, uh, that will play uh, with EJ or with Alonzo or, you know, with Andre. So we'll, we'll see all kinds of combinations uh, like that. It gives you versatility. It gives you some the ability to move and, and do some things that I think we need to do. Um, you know, I, I, I'm pleased that our length, I think, has has improved now we've, we've got to get that length to the point to where, you know, they can give us productive minutes. Um, but that's, that's something we definitely needed to happen. You mentioned CJ being in the program for a year, yeah. um, but having to, you know, play games and whatnot now. But how valuable is that time to learn the way you want him to play, to learn his teammates? That, that whole last year, he said he's really hungry to get out there, but he felt like he took a lot from that. Yeah, he, he was great last year for us. Um, I think what you're going to see with him is he, he has some real, natural, innate leadership ability. Um, and I think that's always the thing that's impressed me about him is the fact that he, he has some real, natural leadership ability that, that's exciting. Uh, the elements of his game that, that he has to improve, assist to turnover ratio has to improve. He's got to continue to uh, improve his shooting. Uh, I think, he, again, he's a plus defender, but just, you know, he, he's, he's about the right stuff. He, he really is. And I think that's going to be as valuable as anything along with his experience. And he went through what a lot of college basketball players go through, where there were times he played a lot and started, and there were other times where he had to come off the bench and he had to figure that out, and, and that helps a guy as he transitions to another place. Chris, I talked to Dwayne, and he said that Jake Diebler has already helped him improve as a player and a person. You guys haven't even had a practice since his hire. Um, 
how is it that he's been able to make such a dramatic impact in the coaching staff and you guys haven't even been in the practice gym yet? I think all of our staff do that, to be real honest with you. Dwayne probably was the one that pointed that the most, but I think Terry does a tremendous job with that. Ryan does a tremendous job. You know, we spend a lot of time with our guys in the offseason, Lori, and that's probably what, what he's speaking to specifically with with uh, Jake. And I think Jake, Jake's thrown himself into to that position group and done a great job having him over to his house and, you know, holding, holding him accountable. But, uh, you know, that's – if if he didn't say that, I would saying be questioning Jake and say, what are we doing here? So he's doing a great job doing his job. When you said Caleb and Q were boxing, did you mean that literally? Occasionally, yeah. Yeah, I won't tell you who won that battle. Uh, somebody had a reach advantage there. I was going to say. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, they Q puts them through a, a pretty strenuous post-practice uh, boxing session. It's primarily against a pad. Um, and I, they, he did a great, Caleb loved it. Well, I, I think he enjoyed it. So that helped him, um, stay in better shape as the year went on. He did a great job with it. Coach, you have a pretty highly touted freshman class this year. Your, your thoughts on how they've been in practice so far? Yeah, good so far. I think all of them have had moments where they've looked, um, like the, the, the gifted players they are. And all of them have had moments where they've looked like the freshmen they are. Um, and, you know, I think that's that's been to varying degrees the case for all of them. Um, again, we've had a couple that have had some injury bugs that have left kept them out of some stuff, but been pleased with the consistency and the work ethic of guys. Um, and you know, we'll see that this next month will be telling because you go from doing workouts every other day and, and conditioning stuff is hard with Q, but now it's it's a it's a five-week grind. It'll be fun in a lot of ways, but it'll be a grind for him as well. Chris, um, over here to you, right? With, uh, with DJ, because of where he played high school ball and, you know, he didn't play on one of the major shoe yeah. circuits, he's probably more often than not always been the best athlete and the best player on the floor, maybe yeah. with the exception of, you know, NBA top 100 and USA basketball. Just how much of an adjustment is it going to be for him? How much do you talk with him about that, you know, he's he's good, he's very good, but... He's not always going to be, you know, the alpha dog on the floor like he was coming up. Yeah, I think that will be it's it's, it's true with him. And I think he recognizes it cerebrally. He, he, he recognizes the fact that that the level of play, he was really well coached in high school uh, and in his AU circuit. But the level of play is such a significant jump jump between what he experienced. And he, he's well aware of that, uh, I think. You know, there's, it's one thing to be well aware of it, and then it's another thing to be able to handle it the right way once you go through the ups and downs and the bumps that happen along the way when you're seeing athletes in length that you really have not consistently seen, maybe outside of his time at USA Basketball. Um, so we'll, I think he'll handle that well. We'll have to help him through that because that's coming. I know he's he's only a freshman, and you've only been able to see a little bit of him, but he, he looks like he might have the potential – to be possibly your best player, your most talented, most naturally talented player. I don't know if you've, if you've seen any of that come through in a little bit you got to see of him this summer. You're talking about DJ? DJ. Yeah, yeah I, I think that, uh, you know, I, I think he's, he's certainly shown really good moments um, in, in practice. But, again, it's been 
it's been somewhat limited. He was out a little bit in the summer with some injuries, so so that kept him out of a few team workouts. Um, so I think we've seen some really good glimpses. Uh, having said that, I, I think there's going to be a learning curve there, and I think what we've seen uh, that are are most consistently. Um, most impactful players right now have been a couple of our older guys, and that's that's to be expected. Um, just just given the fact that we've got some older guys that have returned, Caleb obviously had a really good sophomore season, so we would expect that his consistency would be different than a freshman right now. You often say in college basketball how old wins. Um, when you look at you're probably going to have to rely on like a good amount of young guys, especially the freshmen. Yeah. Like, what's your level of comfortability or uncomfortability with knowing that like you can coach as much as you want, but they're still going to be young? Yeah, you know, I, I I can remember thinking through just this past year, literally being on the sidelines in some games last year and going through some stretches and saying, I hope this helps us next year." Um, I remember specific a lot of games, too many games, um, where where I said that, and it was honest that like they were in the mix, they were playing, and I'm saying, okay, hopefully this will help us in years to come. It'll help them. It'll help us. So I I, I really hope that's the case. Now, will there be more of those moments this year, just given the overall youth? And I, I don't want to assume that you know it's not like Dwayne Luther and Justin are, are seniors, fourth year seniors, but. But I do hope that that the playing expedited some things. I think we'll have moments this year where we'll say that about guys. Um, and as I just mentioned, I think, um, you know, old wins, mature talent wins consistently in college basketball. How quickly can we get this? Because we're going to play young guys, obviously. We've got a lot of them. How quickly can we get them to be mature in the way they play? EJ is a bit of an interesting player, just his size and sort of his skill set. Do you, do you have a good idea of how you want to use him as a freshman immediately? Yeah, an idea, certainly. Um, we do, just because we watched him so much on the uh, summer circuit, and, and we watched him in, in high school. Um, so I, I think we do have a pretty good feel for um, kind of his game. But again, once he gets out here and plays consistently with – high-level athletes and goes every day against whoever he's going to go against. I think we'll have a better feel. But in my mind, I, I think, sure, I think we're going to – we'll kind of play him all over the floor and uh, uh, hopefully, um, you know, put him in spots where he can be really successful. We have a pretty good idea going into it. Right. I've heard you say there's going to be a learning curve for these freshmen a couple of times. Since sure. been here. Last year, that group went through a lot. Sure. As far as a roller coaster, six game losing streak, Luther had some 20 point games and he had some five point games. Are you at all, when you're having this conversation with this freshman class now, are you leaning on that class at all to kind of emphasize that message that it's not going to always be this smooth transition? Yeah, I, I think we, we always want our players to help kind of the, the younger guys and, uh, I don't think I think Luther and and Dwayne and Justin can have a real perspective on that. 
uh, as can like Justice, who's sitting out on just the normal ups and downs that, that you go through. And I think that'll be pivotal as the season goes on. But that's the expectation for all of our guys. I think, you know, Andre and, and CJ Walker and Kyle and Caleb and those guys, we want them all to be able to communicate that to, to, to the younger guys and make no mistake. Like, you know, Justin, Dwayne, and Luther aren't vets right now. Like they're gonna they're gonna continue to go through some ups and downs, um, but but I do think the experience of of last year will really help those guys if if they approach it the right way. Have you seen that at all this offseason? How they you know how that maybe have impacted the way they've approached their second year? For sure, for sure. I, I think we have seen that that at times now. Again, I, I think we, we haven't had enough time to scrimmage and play five on five and put them in situations where it's challenging. I think then we'll see how much they've taken and, and learned. But, 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 uh, certainly we, we've seen, um, I think some growth out of those guys, but time will tell to what degree. Uh, back here in the middle, um, I haven't heard a lot about Alonzo Gaffney, um, Cleveland kid went away from home for a year theoretically developed i mean just what uh what did that year do to help him and how has he positioned himself to to help you guys this season you know i think that the year way he would say probably helped him in a lot of ways just uh kind of growing and maturing and getting better he obviously uh presents a tremendous physical uh, tangible stuff length and size and the ability to move at, at his size is is really good. He he would tell you, you know, he kind of he's an interesting story because he he kind of bursted onto the scenes really in one summer, and uh, went from really lightly recruited to to really heavily recruited. Um, and I think uh, the biggest thing, and and I think Zoe will tell you this is is the 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 challenge for him has always been the consistency of his effort and his play, and uh, I, I think that's. Uh, that's the exciting thing for us to kind of be able to attack that and understand that, hey, we, we've got to try to get consistency out of him. He'll, he'll have normal ups and downs, but, but, uh, you know, we're, we're really excited about what he can be, when that's going to happen. Who knows? I love to share the story with him about Kata and Kata's journey here and kind of he went through a, a tough struggle his, his freshman year. We were really fortunate because we, we coached him as a fourth year player. And you coach a guy who's a fourth-year player that's that's as gifted as he is, you see a lot of really good benefits. From different magazines, you get different reads on Ohio State. I think one of them has you number five in the country and another one maybe in the lower 20s, I don't know, and maybe even one of them outside the top 25. Is it that difficult to get a read on what this team could be this year, or is that just normal? People want to see how your guard play comes through, I suppose. I don't know what – what, what's your thought about some of those projections at this early stage? You know, I I don't know. You'd have to ask them. I, I uh, haven't haven't followed them closely enough outside of being happy that 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 our guys' faces were on one or two of them. Really, really, finally, finally, uh, happy for that. But um, uh, you know, I, I don't I don't put a whole lot of stock into that because, as I've said before, you know how it is, Steve. Every year you're going to have you know, uh, a lot of disparity really from like 12 to 50, <laughs> as crazy as that sounds in the country, in college basketball. Um, so I don't really 
put much stock into it, and I couldn't tell you where we're at in in most cases. I, I think, listen, people are probably those that that have questions. There, there's certainly questions about our youth and how our youth will manage, uh, and and can we, you know, I, I think that the teams. You look at the teams in our league that that have proven it year in year out. It's Michigan State and Purdue, and um, um, I, I think. Those are two kind of givens in our league. Obviously, Maryland had a tremendous year last year as well, and uh, but but I think those are that they've consistently performed year after year. Where you'd be foolish to count against them. On on paper, do you think this is maybe the most talented team you've assembled? Uh, I, I don't know if I could say that because I think while our numbers were limited, you talking about it here or in my career? In your career. Yeah, I, I think I need much more time to get with this group in the in the midst of what we're doing, Adam, before I could determine that. Because I think, again, there's talent and there's mature talent, and I think there is a difference. And there's there's teams that fit together and teams that don't fit together. So um, I think it's way too early to project me to, for me to project how this team compares to any other teams. I'm excited to coach this team. Uh, I think we've got a long ways to go, and what that's going to look like in two months from now, I don't know. You guys had a good recruiting week this past week. How does that impact things going forward as far as you start looking ahead to future classes and getting to put more time in with sophomores and freshmen? How do you, how do you see some of the benefits from what happened last week impacting future classes? Yeah, yeah, it, it's exactly right. It's exactly right. We'll, we'll spend a lot of time on future classes. Always, you're always keeping an eye on kind of the, the current class, but, but given our, our, our roster makeup right now, we'll spend a lot of time on, on future, uh, future classes, uh, which we've already made, made, feel like we've made some inroads, but it's a, it's a daily process as you, as you know. You know, I think, uh, every year we, we really want to try to add freshmen add young talent and then develop it so if there are questions maybe as to why we did what we did maybe i'm i'm jumping the gun here but but that's that's our that's our goal every year is to add a couple young guys and hopefully develop them uh as well as sprinkling in some transfers and graduate transfers chris uh day by day no expectations. This is kind of like like a theme I heard from a lot of the guys here today. Is that like a philosophy that you've kind of you know imparted upon them, or is this something that they've kind of taken on themselves? I think we have smart guys um, that that I would want to give them a lot of credit. I, I, I think I think we have smart guys. We'll see how we are with that um, and how consistent we are with that. I, I think. Um, you know, we, we had a practice uh, or a team workout. I call it team workout. So uh, our guys don't think we're practicing starting in September or early September. Um, but it's really a practice. Nonetheless, we had a workout. And after at the end of that, uh, one of our guys said, hey, listen, don't think about what happened. You know, is one of our older guys yesterday. Don't think about like what it's going to look like tomorrow. Like just make sure we do our best today. And I really think that's that that mindset can give you the best chance to be successful. We know on our schedule, we feel like we can get beat any night and we feel strongly that we can win any night. So uh, that will come soon enough. Our focus is on the task at hand. 
watching Andre Wesson, he does a lot of things that might not necessarily show up in the box score. I was wondering if you could give some of those specific things and explain how valuable that is to your team. Yeah, he's valuable because of his versatility and because he, he can he can defend multiple positions. He does a variety of things. I think, again, he's another one where his efficiency has to improve a little bit m- more. Um, uh, his shooting numbers have been good. Can they take a little bit of a step forward? Um, uh, can he get to the free throw line a little bit more? Uh, defensively, can he grow to be a guy who can defend uh, athletic wings and a an interior guy? Um, uh, bigger, maybe a bigger four. I think those are the things, the challenges ahead of him. I think he's really hungry uh, to have uh, have a really, you know, a really good and impactful senior year. But again, I, we don't finish like we did last year without um, without him, Keyshawn Woods. You know, those older guys kind of uh, really leading the way there. Any other questions here? Okay, thanks, guys.